What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 360 of the Geeks of the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello! And LJ Lowry. Yo! This week, we're geeking out about Gamescom and Disney getting their force awakened. Which doesn't make sense now, but it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, let's just get right into it. What, uh, what games have you guys been playing? Let's start with you, LJ. Yeah, I've been playing uh, something new and something old, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I have played... I've been playing Armored Core, which is the newest oh, top release. That's uh, out. Um, via From Software. Um, mm-hmm. It was known for... this. Is, they made Armored Core before they did all the Souls games. Um, but this is Armored Core 6. And there's definitely things in there you're like, yeah, that's very FromSoft. Like, you know, they there's just certain things they do. You're like, yep, that's on brand. Um... But it is a really fun, really fun game. It's probably the most accessible in the series. This is one of those games where me and my brother would talk about, like, ooh, what if they ever did make a new Armored Core? How soulsy mm-hmm. would they make it? And stuff <laughs> like that. And so when this got announced, like, months ago, I was like, oh, yes. Uh, I, I texted my brother right away. I'm like, hey, this is a new one coming out. And so that's what we did Friday night. We both played and just chatted. It does have PvE, or PvP, and, um, like, you can do, like, a 1v1 thing as well if you want. Um, but... It's fun. You basically get to... It's the dream of customizing your mech. You know, uh, basically so cool. how, how light or heavy you want it, what weapons you want to use. You can do paint jobs. People are already making, like, Evangelion and Gundam yeah. and stuff. It's, yeah. it's been getting wild. Uh, CJ has already been modded into the game as a, as a, as a core, as, a, as an AC, um, which is, like, modding community. Like, I'm surprised they haven't made Thomas the, the train engine yet. Um... <laughs> they could do that with some bosses, though. Um, there are massive... Uh, the scale is really massive. There are some super fun boss fights. Um, one boss fight I did was I took down this giant, like, walking, like, transport thing, like, by myself. And uh, it was legit. It was just made me feel like such a dang, like, beast just doing it. Um, you almost feel like the bad guy in some ways. There's uh, well, there's another mission where you're taking on this, like, tester uh, mech... And, like, you hear them, like, they're trying to be the hero. They're like, oh, my gosh, like, I've been waiting for this moment, you know? And you mm-hmm. just sit, and you just, like, it's, like, one of the first cores you fight. And you just sit there and, like, just destroy the thing. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> like, that's, am I the bad guy here? Like, the dude, you know, it's like, dang. Um, super fun, though. Um, my mech is a, uh, I, named, I nicknamed it Law Dog. And I gave it, like, a red, white, and blue color scheme and made it kind of look like a police, like, car in some ways. Um okay. That's just kind of, I had one also um, that I kind of had inspired by, uh, like, um, my, my paladin colors, like red and blue thing. Um, you can make light, uh, like, light mechs where, like, they can move faster, jump jump further. Uh, I had one that I made with, like, dual pistols, which I realized was probably not the greatest setup, but that's the beauty of it. You can change your setup based on what kind of mission you're taking on. And you can retry missions. The checkpoint system is fairly generous for it being a FromSoft game, you don't have to restart the mission every time unless it's, like, a shorter mission. Mm-hmm. They, encur- they encourage you to replay missions and stuff like that, too, to get more money, um, you know, to buy parts and um, do stuff with your, with your mech. It's super fun. It's it's super addictive. So uh, I really recommend checking it out. Uh, surprise. Like, I don't, not, not that I'm 
surprised to say that, but it's a FromSoft game, and I know that they can be intimidating, but um, Armored Core is a really good game. And we have a lot of amazing games that are coming out this fall, and it's just it's wild. This is one of many. Um, the other game is going to bring back some memories for some people, but uh, me and my buddy mm. were playing Bro Force again this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were, so we're, good. We were trying to play No Man's Sky, but No Man's Sky was giving us some issues. I don't know if it was the new update or whatever, but... Um, that's a game we usually play to just chit-chat, but we played some Broforce again, and that game is just such a, a game. It's it, it's it's fun, it's silly, it's full of toxic masculinity and, like, action movie parodies. It's just like, yep, this is great, and accidentally destroying yourself or blowing yourself up is, like, yeah. half the fun of the game. <laughs> um, they did have a new update, uh, I think it's called Broforce Forever, where there is new bros. I don't think we've gotten to that point yet where we've seen the new ones, because we literally, like, restarted it on Game Pass. Um... That game's a fun time. I think I literally bought it on Switch one time when it was like two dollars. I'm like, oh, I love this game. Like, I just, I, I know this is one of those go-to games where it's like, if I don't really know what to play, like, this is super easy to pick up. So, um, it was just fun to relive an old, old game. Um, yeah, go back to your old games. Play some back, play some stuff in your backlog. This is yeah. reaching the good word of backlog golf. Uh, I guess. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, it's it's been fun. I've played a lot more other things, but those are those two are just like the highlights for me. So, what have y'all been playing? Sweet. Well, Shelly, you hadn't played anything this week. Right? No, I um was helping out with a wedding this last weekend, so I really didn't hmm. do much. Oh. I did very cool. little. <laughs> All good. Yeah. Uh, I did say last podcast that I would play Super Snail, thinking that yeah. it was less of a mobile game than it is. It oh. is very. It's a very mobile. Very mobile. <laughs> got, got, got. Yes. Are there microtransactions? Uh, they're definitely microtransactions. Oh my gosh. Uh, For what? It literally... Uh, I did. I, I've spent, I think, $2 now because... A thing. I'll explain. Um, but she was like, you're really going to spend a dollar? And I was like, I mean, it's a $15 value because they get you. And, I was like, <laughs> and it made me laugh. And they made me laugh enough to make... I was like, that's worth a dollar. Like, they would definitely entertain me enough to pay a dollar. Um, so it starts, I don't know, the game's just a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. if you have ADHD, it'll either be, um, <laughs> really fun for you or a nightmare. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> there are, it's one of those games where there's exclamation points everywhere and you want to click on them to make them go away. Oh. But as soon as you, like, get them all done, you'll get something else that and you'll hit. Pop back, pop back up again. And it'll give you, uh... There are so many different, like, resources, I guess is the best way to put it, to, like, do different things. You can level up, you can, like, strengthen, you get relics that'll give you buffs. Uh, then you have different, like, DNA things that you're trying to do. And so they have all these different things kind of, like, coming together to try to uh, make yourself stronger. Mm -hmm. You are fighting, I don't remember how many of them there are, a bunch of demon gods by going through the city. Uh, you go at a snail pace. Uh, so literally, if you wanted to watch it, <laughs> it would take six hours for you to go from one spot to like, or 14 hours, I think is one of them, from one spot to the next. Or you can speed it up by using um, things that you get playing, or you, I mean, like, you could buy them, uh, or you can just, you can earn them slowly. Uh, but what's nice about that is you can kind of turn it on, and you can walk away from it, you come back and you check on it, and you like literally traveled the six hours to different locations. Oh, so it's kind of like an idle game? Okay. <laughs> Yeah. That makes sense. And then you Yeah. Yeah. 
it's that was really funny because I didn't understand that at first because I had so many speed ups uh, from just starting the game and doing everything. <laughs> uh, there's also codes you can put in right now. Uh, if you kind of go, you can Google them and find them, uh, hmm. and those will give you a bunch of stuff. Um, and it's just basically like beginning game codes because hmm. uh, it's a brand new game and they're right. celebrating that. Uh, but yeah, it's an idle game, and you fight other things by just clicking and it fights them. And uh, mm -hmm. you're you're working up the ranks to go fight these demon gods. Um, I have a feeling that the person you're working for, or deity thing that you're working for, is a bad guy. <laughs> uh, getting that vibe already. But I don't know how to explain how wonky. Like the game is so funny. Uh, it starts off really ridiculous. My I have a vending machine that's a robot, and cool. without any explanation, 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 it disappeared. And it was getting new stuff. But it didn't have to get new stuff. Like, I think it was just doing that, like, because. Like, the game... Like, I didn't. I don't think it needed to refresh its items. I think it just decided story-wise it was going to do that. Mm -hmm. And he comes back holding a cat. And they don't explain the cat at all. And, like, <laughs> right now, he went away uh, again. And he came back with a cat that's bigger than him. Than the vending machine. Like, you can't see the vending machine anymore. You just see its arms. <laughs> And there's zero explanation for what's going on. It's just happening. That's um, funny. I don't, there's so much to this game. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part of it is that you have a computer. And what does every computer come with? Solitaire. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You can literally play Solitaire That's on the computer. Cool. As well as 2048. No way. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there's like a Civ thing that I don't totally understand yet and then a version of Tetris that I like more than Tetris because it's uh, vertical as long, well as horizontal you get the uh -huh. box and then you fill them out and then nothing's falling you just go through and like oh, weird. try to fill them out um, yeah and then I apparently can get more games later on but it's like all these games within a game that's such a weird <laughs> this whole that game is crazy. super weird yeah um so i'm enjoying it but it is a time sink uh i'm constantly having to come in and then you will like i said you'll get everything filled out get all the expedition points away yeah. and then everything will fill back out and you gotta do it again and then you're finally done for a little bit and you can wait until your snail has um traveled across the city to answer wow. the other villains um you'll get a family and uh the family uh you basically like i mean it's like uh, the wife, I guess, or girlfriend. It's a girlfriend. Um, she comes with her children. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, she does DNA research for you, and then all the other kids basically do, like, child labor around the encampment that you're at. Like, it's just odd. The whole game is super... And there's a club! There's a guild for no reason. So you have a whole <laughs> guild, and you get this guild, and then uh, we got the guild to a certain point, so now there's a portal. Mm -hmm. And the portal is being guarded by cats and so we have to all collectively fight the cats um and like dwindle their hp down and to unlock this like fully unlock this portal because it's being guarded right now and we can't get access to it that's so random <laughs> yeah that's random, so random is the name of this game <laughs> i forgot you were talking about super snail for a sec i'm like wait oh he's still <laughs> yeah, talking about super like, what is this yes um <laughs> You can become a zombie snail or, like, a demon snail. 
Apparently there's a dragon snail in there. I don't I don't know. It, it's bonkers. <laughs> um and that's where I'll leave that. <laughs> Sounds uh, fun. Like I said, it's very ADHD. <laughs> there's so much happening wow. all the time. That's great. Yeah. The other game that I've been playing <laughs> is uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, yeah. I was looking on PlayStation for, like, the PS Plus free games. I hadn't looked at that in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came up that, like, I, for that month, just needed to pay, like, a dollar more. Um, which is cool oh, that Sony does that. So I didn't have to upgrade, but, like, go to full price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, pay the dollar sixty you owe, and then next month you'll pay more. Oh, cool. Um, and so Forbidden West came with that, and uh, which is crazy because that's how I played Zero Dawn was yeah it's PS Plus it's one of the games on the extra list because there's a whole list of games on on PS Plus extra so for yeah. all in, all intents and purposes you have basically Sony's version of Game Pass now yeah yep it's sweet I'm liking it so far um, and Forbidden West is really good I the one thing that like I just kept ringing in my ear I was picking up twigs. For arrows, and I was like, "Wow, this is really annoying." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm pretty sure Shelly said that this was really annoying." Yeah. <laughs> you like, you'll be running, and then you'll go, and you have to like stop and pick every tree, and it has an animation to it. And I'm exactly sure that they just like looked at that, and we're like, "It's quick enough animation. No one will be bothered by that." But everyone's bothered. No, by you it. just it's stop. Terrible. The fact that you have to stop if you could just get it while you're running would be so much nicer. Which mm-hmm. I think you could do in um, I want to say like Ghost of Tsushima or something. There's some other like game where it's seamless, and like mm-hmm. even if you're riding on a yeah. horse or whatever, oh, you could just be. pick up stuff, and it's like seamless, and it's like really nice. But I do remember that. It's been a while since I played Forbidden West, but yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom too. You can just pick stuff up. Right, that's true. You just yeah. run past it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my, I, I still don't know if I like the climbing or not. Um, this game does a weird thing where it wants to gamify a lot of stuff, which is fine. But then it like decides that it wants to be logic-based in how it does things. And it almost feels like it needs to choose. So the climbing um, took me a minute to figure out in the first place. But like, you have usually you know God of War. It tells you where to climb. Mm -hmm. these white ledges you climb those white ledges you're good uh in tears kingdom you can just climb everything this kind of tried to mix both in a way you can't climb everything um but they don't really show you where to climb you just have to choose and if you use your focus i learned then it kind of gives you a a grid of like where you're supposed Mm. to be it's true Uh, but sometimes it's hard to find and sometimes i don't know if you've run into this yet but and this honestly, I think this happened in both Horizon games for me. Sometimes I would like be trying to go to the next thing and I swear I'm going the right direction or I'm like hitting the joystick correctly and everything. And I then it just is like fall off. Nope. Yeah. You just fall or you just yeet somewhere else yeah. entirely. And I'm like, that is not what I was trying to do. Yeah, what else was I supposed to do? Oh, I was supposed to get directly under it and then go up instead of diagonal, like something like that. I'm like, that's yeah. stupid. One of the big things of this logic concept uh, that really bothered me was uh, you get a grappling hook and I love grappling hooks in games mm-hmm. like any every game should have a grappling hook <laughs> Super Mario Bros grappling hook yeah uh, <laughs> um, but it's so you use it more to pull things down than you use it to grapple two things mm. um, you can use it to grapple two very specific things and so there was a situation I was in it was this puzzle of a like old ruin and I 
grappled this thing to pull it down. Uh, so it was horizontal, it was a beam, and now it's vertical. So that I can, like, climb to it. But I couldn't grapple myself to the beam that I just pulled down. Even though I clearly was able to grapple onto it. <laughs> and it was specifically because they wanted me to do something else. And so they just kind of, like, we're not going to worry about logic. You need to do the game thing. And I was like, that doesn't make Like, you showed me a mechanic that says that I can do this. Mm-hmm. So there's just a few little things that are kind of icky. And then I'm not sure if uh, I'm... I don't know. I'm not sure yet how I feel about how political the story... There's not, like, political commentary. That's not what I mean. But just, like, they're trying to be really smart with the storytelling. And the politics are mm. almost a bit too confusing for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I there's think so much going on. I think when I by the time I stopped playing, and again, it wasn't because it was like a bad game per se, but like I was not invested in what was going on because I didn't understand what was going on. I was just like, um, running yeah. around. Like the first game, it seemed pretty obvious. Slash, at least the beginning. Obviously, the goals in the beginning were different than the goals by the end of the game. But the goals in the beginning were super duper straightforward. Like we want to go to the tribe even though we're outcasts and we want to do this thing and it's going to be kind of a big deal because we've been an outcast our whole life um but this time i'm like what is even going on right now like who are what why are we here like <laughs> yeah they're introducing these different like groups of people and they're like infighting and then there's like uh fighting between uh like the outside world the infighting is what's getting me. They're like using words and things that I'm just mm -hmm. like, I don't know who this group is. I know who the Karja are. Yeah. But then there are like, like in groups, groups within the Karja. And I'm like, I don't know who you are or why I should care about what you're doing. Um, so that part's a little, I, like Shelly said, I, I kind of, I get it. I'm just not invested. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah. Like, I think that's how I was about the first one. Like, it's not a bad game, but I just wasn't invested in anything that was going on. Like, I wanted to explore the world. I wanted to take down the dinos and do all this stuff. Like, I didn't really care. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, so far. And I'm sure that'll change. I hope it changes. Uh, one of my favorite things about Horizon Zero Dawn is you were running past, um, and it is a little bit into the game, but you're just, like, you're running past a Thunderjaw. Mm -hmm. And... If you get near it, it just destroys you. Like, there's oh, yeah. no way you're going against that thing. And so I, like, for a good, like, four or five hours of gameplay, like, that was on my mind. It was like, one of these days, I'm going to go after that Thunderjaw, and I'm going to get it. And I have not seen anything yet that's been like, that's the hunt. Um, and that was really crucial to that first part of the game. That was what made it exciting for me, was, like, getting to hunt these creatures in really strategic ways. Um, as of right now... I haven't been super strategic. It's really hard to hit the uh, bristle jaws or bristle bristlebacks um, where you're supposed to. And so I'm like, all right, well, we'll just kind of cheese it, make it work. Yeah, I remember being really impatient, like more so than in the first game. Not just with like the hunting and like big things, but also with, um, I don't know if you've done any of the side quests yet. I remember just there are already so many. But a lot of them are like taking down these little hideouts. I remember I was getting, I was starting to get really impatient with those because you need to obviously like sneak your way. And it, I don't know. I mean, in that way, it's kind of a classic mm -hmm. like sneak and take guys out as you can and only go hard, like ball, like go card at the very end. Um, if whenever you feel like you can, like there's enough guys 
or lack of guys, I guess I should say, but yeah, some of those like, like it took, a, I just remember it would take a really long time to finally see like the patterns everyone was walking in, find the patch of grass we're supposed to be in or like around the corner we're supposed to be in and kind of like making it work, but it would, I was getting impatient. I was like, this is taking forever for me to try to figure out how to like sneak my way into making this work. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes there's extra things to do where it's like, oh, they have some of these like machines locked up and you can release them and cause havoc. And I'm like, that's cool and all, but how the heck am I even supposed to get down there without getting seen? And I, I do need to play the game again. It is fun, obviously, but I just remember things like that. I've been there as well. Like Aloy will be like, I just need to ride, get one of those things to ride uh, the chargers. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that seems like a good idea, but there's five chargers down there, and then there's, like, other things guarding those chargers. And I'm like, I'm, okay, I'll just walk. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, like, it's really, like, you get really punished if you don't stealth well enough, or don't, yeah, or don't strategize at all, right? Like, even if you're playing Mm -hmm. on normal, obviously, it's even worse if you're on higher difficulty, but... Even on normal, it's like, the game means, like, it's like, it's a hard game. You have to strategize, which I'm like, hey, I respect that, but I just do get lazy sometimes. And sometimes I do get impatient. So that's just part of the game. And that's it. Like, I would say, like, there were more options to uh, be sneaky. Yeah. And I probably would like that a little bit more if there were things that I could set up to. Because, like I said, that was my big thing with the first one was setting up bombs and traps. And then just kind of letting, like, domino effect to Thunderjaw and have it. Like mm-hmm. walk into these tripwires, mm-hmm. land on these bombs, and, like, so if there was, I think there's smoke bombs, but there's really not, like, if I could climb trees. There's a way to turn invisible, really easy. but it, like, is a super ability. That could be cool. <laughs> so oh, it's okay. kind of, like, you can See, use it once and that's could it. have, like, a temporary of that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Climbing into trees would be a neat part. That'd be cool, I like that. And then to almost, like, a Spider-Man uh, approach of, like, coming from above. Yeah. Which, that would have added there is a oh, move yeah. there is like a jump attack move from like above like you might have to unlock it but yeah i think that would have been a really cool concept of like oh we're hiding in trees instead of just like always in grass i'm like i'm tired of it always being grass the same like grass. every <laughs> game it's not just rides and it's every game it's assassin's creed grass. tall grass uh-huh yeah it's like the same grass in this game too everywhere yeah, yeah. i don't i don't hate the game no uh, no it's, it's just, a good game yeah, I'm. I'm not investing in the story yet, and uh, I just want to hunt big giant creatures. You just want to hunt. Yet. So we'll see if that changes. I for, for people story wise to know kind of where I'm at. Um, I am. I haven't started yet, but I'm at the embassy. Um, so I played. Yeah. Quite a ways into it. I mean, not a, not a whole lot. I was gonna say I don't even remember how far I got. I also just remember also just wanting to explore wanting to hunt or whatever, but I just kept getting stuck by side quests, and I'm the type of person where I'm like, oh, you know, I should I should do the side quest. I know I don't have to. I'm, like, not necessarily a completionist, but I would just get stuck so many times with these icons on my map. I'm like, dang it, like, another hideout. Like, can I just vibe for a second? Like, can I just, can I not take oh, out a hideout for really one bad. second? Yeah. I... I had this so you un- there's a thing that you can do and it like basically gives you a, an image of the old world yeah focus. yeah 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 and i'm trying to figure that all out terrible at it for whatever reason <laughs> i could not figure it out because yeah, it's different than the last during one. it oh no yeah oh and i died and then the it was completed <laughs> and i was like i never got to do the thing what <laughs> that is i was so, so weird. frustrated with that yeah mm. 
that was that's the biggest glitch that I've seen so far. That was garbage. I was like, I wanted to see the image and it like do everything it was supposed to do. But uh, I'm sure there are big creatures soon, and that'll be that'll be fun. Just waiting, mm-hmm. waiting on it. Also, where did all of her stuff go? I know you know it's a new game, so yeah. they give you everything. Yeah. But usually they try to explain that. Like, <laughs> like she has some of faster. it. She doesn't have others. And you have yeah. to like relearn abilities, and that's not really explained. And I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. The uh, Tripcaster was the weirdest thing for me. I was mm-hmm. like, I use my Tripcaster a lot. Why don't I have. Like, I had the best one in the game last game. Why am I getting this brand new one that has nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no cool abilities. Kind of weird. But. Um, game looks beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. It does look gorgeous. Oh! And the facial. This first game that I've seen so much facial um, emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, like, really see what their, like, faces are doing. Uh, it's kind of weird because they still have this, like, doll-likeness to them. Mm-hmm. But they have this, like, facial... But it's really kind of cool. Uh, that I thought was super, super neat is... Uh, Aloy would kind of do that in the first one. Uh, she would kind of look away, but it was, like, the same animation every time. And in this, like, you can read her face so much what she's thinking like while people are talking that's cool yeah uh, i'll keep playing i loved the first one and so i'm pretty invested and want to play this uh but we have starfield right coming out soon oh yeah yeah <laughs> and then phantom liberty so we'll see <laughs> i was gonna say if you got pc game pass still you better make sure your pc can run that thing i know it's gonna be on the lowest settings possible <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if his old boy can keep up. I'm not even gonna try. We'll I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not really trying to get Starfield anyway. But I'm not even gonna try getting it on my PC, yeah. if even if I wanted it. <laughs> I've got a few friends that they swear that it'll play it, and I'm like, I don't. I don't know if you know what my computer is. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, we talked a lot about games. What uh, what's going on in the news, LJ? Yeah. Um. So Gamescom had had their event, and there was like five days. It's almost like an E3, but in Germany. And so they've had about five days of it. Um, the things I'm going to go over for, is going to be for opening night live, which is like the daytime for us. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, so there's some highlights here. Um, most of it, a lot of it is stuff we already kind of haven't seen. We've already kind of seen before. Like there is some Starfield stuff, some... Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare 3, you know, stuff. Um, Alan Wake 2 stuff. Uh, and then Mortal Kombat 1 stuff. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that's, like, coming out pretty soon that I'm like, okay, we don't really need to go over some of this too much. But um, yeah. I'm excited that uh, the, the, the thing I see, uh, most like, one of the newer items I see on this list is that Tekken 8 finally got a release date, which I'm super stoked for. Yeah. Um, we're, fighting game fans are eating good this year, probably just as much as, like, RPG and JRPG fans are. I was gonna say, like, like there's so many good mm-hmm. games out this year, but it's also crazy how it's, like, multiple fighting games. Multiple yes. RPGs, like, specifically. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. It's cool, um, it's really cool. So, well, and this one's not even technically this year, but it's so close enough where it's, like, I could, very well could have been. So this is coming out in January, uh, late, late January... Um, the 26th. I thought it was the 24th. Um, but it's the 26th. 
I'm on board for this. I'm playing Mortal Kombat One. I've been playing. I played. You know, been playing Street Fighter. So it's like, and Tekken's my my main, probably one of my probably my main game. I played so much of Seven. Got into the you know competitive scene for Seven a little bit. Yeah. And playing that playing that closed uh, test for Tekken. I don't. Um, I, pr- I probably talked about it on here, but it was just so it was so good and such an advancement that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm excited for this game. Um, so it's gonna be super good. It, uh, it's it's gonna be around for quite a while. Tekken Seven was around for a very long time, and so Eight mm-hmm. will be as well. Um, one that kind of an update on Cyberpunk happened. Um, and it's not just Phantom Liberty stuff; it's a literal 2.0 update. They're calling it. Yeah. And so, obviously, Phantom Liberty has new story stuff, new quests, and, you know, all that. Um, but it looks like the 2.0 update is kind of giving us some things they've tried, they promised with, with the original release. So, a few highlights are vehicle combat and mounted weaponry, which I think we saw in, like, one of the trailers or gameplay reveals, like, before Cyberpunk even came out. Mm-hmm. Um, revamped police system, so they're going to have a GTA-style police system now. Which I think before, like, they would just respawn or whatever, and you just have to fight them um, or something. Um, combat, AI overall, so the AI is getting an improvement. Um, more events and missions. Redesigned cyberware and perks. All new relics, skill tree, and abilities. Increased level cap. 100 plus new items, weapons, cyberware, and fashion. So this is a 2.0 update. Um, also, so you don't... Uh, you don't have to have Phantom Liberty or buy Phantom Liberty to experience most of these updates. Um, and they say this is it. This is the big update. After this, there's... They say, I saw a headline that said, Phantom the 2.0 update and Phantom Liberty are kind of the last things before they start work on a sequel. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what? whatever. Pol- sure. Pol- keep polishing the thing you got before you think about a sequel. Yeah. I mean, hopefully... I mean, they have, for the record, like, like it took a while, but Cyberpunk is, it's, you know, it's there. I still don't know how it runs on, like, original gen hardware. Mm. But I it, really enjoyed it on the PS5. Yeah, and, and it is really, like, it's got, pl- they've had plenty of updates to where, like, even on my Series People S. People had faces. Yeah, my, my Series S version like is totally fine. Um, it runs great. They have made improvements. Um, and it is a... It's a it's a really good game now. So, this is hopefully only just going to make it better and clean up some more things. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for it. I, I haven't beat the game yet to play Phantom Liberty, but I will eventually beat it. Um, it's it's a good game. I played. I got back into it a while back when they had a, another update, and so yeah, looks um, that new update's looking good. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, Another highlight here um, is uh, Little Nightmares Three got renounced, which is yeah uh, a game a series I played on stream. I exclusively played Middle, Little Nightmares One and Two on stream. Remember that? Race. Yeah. And the first one was so good; so many people enjoyed it. I played the second one when that dropped. Um, Little Nightmares Three looks good. Um, I thought the way two ended was. I'm like, okay, like I don't know if they can even do a three now or if they will. Um, but this is a third one, and it looks like with all new characters, it's co-op. Um, because the first one and two were tied together. Yeah, but yeah, this is an uh, actively co-op game where you can have two players play at once. Um, it's got that creepy vibe that the other ones did. And I love the this series. Um, 
the last one, Supermassive, the people who did um, the Dark Pictures games and Until Dawn, they helped out with, um, the, I think, the second game. And so they're going to be back to help with this game, too, with these original devs. And so having played the Dark Pictures games and all that, it's like, I really low-key like, enjoy the, their work. So I'm like, I'm happy that they're back helping this this uh, original dev and company kind of make this game. So I'm excited for it. Um, and if anybody's looking for another for another co-op game to play with a friend or a significant other, um, the other two games are great, and I'm sure this one will be as well. So, um, yeah, cool. Solid release. Looking forward to that. Um, let me scroll through here. Um, Marvel Snap is out of early access on Steam now. I just wanted to point that out because hopefully that's... I played it on Steam and it just felt like a port of the mobile version before. And I'm like, oh, this isn't that great, but... I'm going to go check that out. I'm going to go check out the Steam release. Um, see if it's better. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, I think... The, oh, Crimson Desert is the um, from the devs of Black Desert. That, that MMO that we all kind of got into for a good bit. Then they're going to do <laughs> Azure yeah. Desert. Then they're going to do uh, <laughs> Emerald Desert. Then they're going to... Anyway... <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I assume this is going to be another MMO. Um, I, th I think so. I believe so, but I could be wrong. It almost doesn't look like it. <laughs> Open world action adventure. Let's see. Oh. Hmm. It's, it's probably going to be another MMO. Um, Breaking from its MMO pedigree with Black Desert, my Pearl Abyss has confirmed it. Oh, Crimson Desert is a single-player game. Oh, PC according to PC Actually, Gamer. That interests us. That that I'm more interested now. That it, oh, and it's got <laughs> such a Viking. It's got like a low-key Viking vibe too. Like just it, it's a. It, what is it, this called? Crimson Desert. Cody hears Vikings. He's like, wait a second. Yes, and he's I like, literally wait, was like, what now? Who? <laughs> there was How to get Cody's or... attention? Mention Viking. He'll come running. <laughs> Is a, Shoes? What? <laughs> I guess Witcher, a uh, little Witcher esque, a little Dragon's Dogma. Um, yeah, I need to watch that trailer again at some point because there was uh, the initial reveal trailer almost make it made it look like Viking ish. Um, but I guess I'm sold. <laughs> I had to look because I'm like, wait, this has to be an MMO. Because, um, but yeah, no, I guess it's not gonna be. That's good to know because I'm more excited for it now as well. Yeah. Um. Another thing that I think a few of us are excited for. I'm excited because I played with some friends, and I know Cody. I know there's a. It's kind of funny how our community latched on to killing. Uh, a few of us in the community latched on to killing floor two, because yeah, it had some um, demon hunter music, and it's kind of sad because like killing floor three, I'm sure is gonna be awesome. I enjoyed killing floor two a lot. But uh, the original create the original like lead uh, from Tripwire, he's no longer with that company because of some oh, some some political controversy where a dude straight up got canceled for something he posted on Twitter. Oh gosh. Um, it was actually about the whole. <sighs> I think it was the whole abortion topic. Um, the creator and, did, or someone else? The creator, <clears throat> or or yeah. the like, not creator, but the lead at Tripwire. Right. Um, and you know, we had we have an interview with him on the site. You know, like that uh, one of our writers did. And, um, That's right. And so, like, he seemed like a he seemed like a cool dude. But um, you know, a lot of us noticed, like, oh, there's there's Christian metal music on here. Like, what? I'm like, okay. Um, and you would have never I known got, that. 
legitimately good at that game for a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, you, I remember you competitive. were playing by you were playing by yourself and getting way up there in like waves and stuff. Like you were, yeah, yeah, I did two years in a row, and then the third year I lost it, and I was like, I'm not doing it again because it takes a good hour to play yeah. by yourself. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I watched you late one night do that on stream too during one of our events. I, I played the hardest difficulty and I played <laughs> by myself and like yep. destroyed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually easier by yourself. Uh, don't get too much into it for those who don't know what it is it's a zombie wave game it's basically mm-hmm. call of duty zombies um but you have a team and the team has cla- like there's different classes but for... better yeah then call of duty better. zombies uh, everyone's got jobs <laughs> and, uh, shots fired shots so fired if you have a team that knows what they're doing it will work really well with the team but if they don't know what they're doing uh it can get very mm-hmm. hectic mm-hmm. you all have to move together yep. and uh so if you're by yourself you can actually kind of like herd them. Playing with levels. randos probably is not the best, but when you have a good squad, it's difficult because they herd. I mean, mm-hmm. the zombies go after the yeah. loudest, basically, and so if you have someone straying off to another side, mm-hmm. they can kind of come back around and corner you. Yep. But if you can get all of them, if you're by yourself, they all come after you. Mm-hmm. So you can herd them into corridors and stuff, and just yeah, uh, let loose. And I did the assault. Um, I don't remember what his class was called, but use assault rifles. Mm. Uh, and it was literally for mowing down. It wasn't good for the larger creatures, but it was good for mowing down all the other And there's different things. bosses, too. Like, all That's the bosses were, were, were really cool. Um, yeah. It was a fun game. I'm not good at first-person shooters. Don't get the wrong idea. Uh, <laughs> but I was good at that. <laughs> I am low-key, like, wanting to play Killing Floor 2 again, just because, like, we... Oh, that was I might... Big... Yeah. Plug it back in. That sounds fun. <laughs> I've played Killing Floor since I got a PS5. Yeah, I think that was a. Yeah, ooh, I wonder how. I mean, it's a PS4 game, but um, yeah, I haven't played it in a while. Um, there's no. It was very state. dead the last time I tried playing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I never would play it with randos, but. Um, yeah, there's no release date for it yet. So. Oh, uh, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so they're, man, I hope they put some Demon Hunter or something in it still. I, I'm, I'm gonna say I highly doubt there will be, um, yeah. just because, uh, it seems They'll probably like, go run the other way. They'll probably specifically because of that. They want to probably mm-hmm. really distance themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... Weirdest Christian game I've ever played. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, more Payday 3 stuff, which I'm excited for. It Another great co-op game that I played the heck out of. I'm excited to watch... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm excited to watch people play that, because I watched a lot of people play like Payday 2, and... It's just oh fun. Gosh, I, it's, it's not really so... the, a game for me to play, but it right, just right. looks fun to watch. I put so many hours... Like, that game is a reason I'm a John Wick fan, because they have the John Wick content, and so I played as him. Yes, sir. And, like, I was like, oh, I need to watch this movie, because I never watched it, and then ever since then, like, I thank, I thank Payday for that. Um... A lot of stuff here that we've already kind of... I don't... I think is mostly irrelevant. I mean, I have a link in the show notes here to Opening Night Live. There's some other things they showed further on in the day... In, like, the days after. Um, there's an indie game company working on a Hellboy game, which I'm like, yes, that's coming out in October. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so, yes, and it looks straight out of the comic book. Um, but yeah, I would encourage people to go look at Gamescom stuff. Um, there really isn't anything like mind blowing, I would say. Um, and I think Jeff Keighley uh, tempered expectations on that. And then uh, they did announce the um, the night that um, the game awards is happening. I don't remember off the top of my head. 
but you know we will be streaming that on our channel uh, when it does happen. So um, mm -hmm. the game awards are usually on a Thursday night. Uh, Anna usually runs those, or I have in the past if she couldn't. Um, some mm -hmm. either way, somebody's going to be running it, and we're going to be chatting Yee. it up in, in Discord and stuff. So it was chaos yeah. last time. It's always chaos. <laughs> it was great. It was <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, that's that's it for gaming news. We'll get into movies then. Uh, I have not seen any movies. Not me either. Shelly has not seen any movies. <laughs> I really haven't seen a movie. I watched twenty entirety. minutes. I watched twenty minutes yeah. of the Flash. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I don't know if it's worth <laughs> anything. No, I totally uh, saw a movie. What? And it's not as forgettable as it sounds right now. What are you doing? I watched Blue Beetle. <laughs> oh wait, Did, I thought we talked about Blue Beetle. I talked about that last week. Did we watch it last week? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, we talked about that last week. <laughs> Foolish. I was like, wait. Yeah, no. Got it. We definitely talked about Blue Beetle. That's um, why I was forgetting. I mean, we could talk about it some more. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, let's watch the, do it again. No. <laughs> Run it back. Uh, Flash is on HBO Max. Yes. Um, go ahead, I, LJ. I like... I mean, I don't... What I watched is not bad, I would say. It just feels like it's in a weird place because we didn't actually get this universe that Zack Snyder was building. Um, the movie operates on like, oh, like this takes place after Justice League and all that. Um, so it's almost like kind of makes me sad that like if Zack Snyder would have stayed on, like I know, sure, like, you know, he he felt he had to leave, which is mm -hmm. great because family, you know, to yeah. grieve. Like, that's yeah. awesome. But if people like Joss Whedon and Warner Brothers didn't ruin what the Justice League was or change it up at all. I think we could have had, we could have had this universe still be okay. Like, the first Aquaman wasn't great. Yeah. It was okay. Shazam was fun and fine. Uh, the first Wonder Woman was 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 a good movie too. Um, it just operates on this idea that oh, like this universe has still existed, and I'm like, okay, like that would have been cool if it actually if we actually got all that. Um, mm -hmm. So it just kind of it makes me sad for the for everything that happened with DC movies. Um, the first initial scene when you see Flash doing stuff, being a hero, is slightly awkward. Um, if you watch the movie, you'll know why. Um, I did see. I guess it's not a it's not a spoiler to say that you know we you know Bat, you know Ben Affleck is in it for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. It made me happy to see him play Batman again for the short time he does. Because I'm like, you know, we could have still had that, too. We still could have had so much of this. And it got it got messed up. It's all a mess. Uh, so it just makes me sad. Because mm -hmm. it could have been really something. It could have been something really awesome. And so, I mean, I watched it before bed. And I'll probably watch more of it um, at some point this week. But, yeah, no. It was just kind of a bummer. I'm like, man. like yeah. <laughs> no for sure yeah, that's kind of how i feel about it and it's and it's off it's not off to an amazing start but i'm also like i just feel like oof like if this is the best it gets and it just goes downhill then that's <laughs> then that sucks like i don't want it to go downhill i want to enjoy this um so which apparently i won't according to some people i have no idea i mean i there are plenty of bad movies <laughs> i enjoy and i'm sure i'm already finding things to like talk about it positively mm -hmm. um but yeah, I can't. I haven't seen enough of the movie to say about the whole thing, so I will definitely report back next week on that. So, sweet. Well, <clears throat> it's funny that you mentioned Zack Snyder because um, for yeah. movies we're gonna be yeah. talking about Zack Snyder, and again, just exciting things with Zack Snyder. It's kind of funny how, like, 
I think, yeah, all the DC stuff kind of gave Zack Snyder a bit of a bad name. Not, I mean, mm-hmm. just to put a bad taste in people's mouths. But Rebel Moon looks really cool. Um, I just hope it actually makes sense and is actually good. Mm-hmm. But the trailer looks really good. And it's going to be a two-parter, which is crazy. And we have talked about Rebel Moon <clears throat> on the show before. How originally it was a Star Wars project. Like an official Star Wars yeah. movie. But then just creative differences. <clears throat> excuse me. Things like that. Uh, made it So they're like, oh, well, you can't have it be a Star Wars movie anymore. Um, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to make this movie anyway. I'm going to make it my way. And I think that's I'm actually... changing nothing. Yeah, there's going to be, there's still like straight up lightsabers. I don't know, maybe they'll make like a different yeah. noise or something, <laughs> which would be kind of funny. But I hope it's the exact same noise. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be so good. Uh, it just looks like, again, all this really intense world building that honestly, like you could say it's just a ripoff of Star Wars and like kind of it is, but you really can just. Be like, hey, there's this universe, and there's like humans, and there's like mm. aliens, and there's weird creatures and cultures, and yeah. I'm glad they tried <laughs> to make it Star Wars first because that does justify it being a Star Wars ripoff. If you had mm-hmm. just made this and was like, yeah, oh, it's that's true, it would have been a little off. But <laughs> now we're like, well, it was supposed to be, so it's okay. But I, I think your homework and just change it up a little bit. Totally, <laughs> I think it's going to be in the end for its benefit too because um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I-, I haven't started watching Ahsoka yet. But I just have, watching a lot of these last Star Wars projects, at least the shows, um, and again, I never even finished Mandalorian Season 3, but it's just like, so much seems to be relying on previous established, previously established canon yeah. characters yeah. from other shows, from other things, and that's what gets people excited. Like, oh my gosh, Scrimblo Bimblo's back! You know, that <laughs> one guy, and to the point where I've heard Ahsoka isn't even... All the, I, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later because I know you guys watch it, but mm-hmm. it's it's apparently like not even super duper easy to follow at all if you haven't watched like essentially two shows, like mm-hmm. not just Rebels, but there's also Clone Wars. Like Ahsoka was in a lot of different. Mm-hmm. She's been in a lot of shows at this that's point. A, that's a really good point. So I think this movie, sorry, pair of movies. <laughs> you would need Mandalorian Boba Fett as well. Now that I'm thinking about it. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh. So they, they just yeah. rely so much on. I don't even know if it's necessarily nostalgia. It is partially nostalgia, but just like previously created characters and things like that. Filoni, especially. Like, I remember those couple of episodes of The Mandalorian season two that Filoni directed, and you're just like, oh, cool, this is no longer The Mandalorian. This is just like, like, I don't know, like Clone Wars, <laughs> kind of, but live yeah. action a little bit. So I think that's actually going to be to this benefit because that means that he. Uh, actually needs to one has room to actually make the story really good and two kind of has to it's like one of those things where you know something like obi-wan for example i mean i personally liked obi-wan but i know a lot of people didn't like it but i think uh you know seeing Ian mcgregor seeing um hank christensen again as like those mm-hmm. really awesome characters was a bit of a cushion like i do understand from my perspective had they not been in it then it really probably would have been a pretty bad show in my eyes. Like I do recognize that's that's a reason I liked it. It's just because I'm a big fan of you, McGregor, McGregor. But um, all that being said, Rebel Moon does not have that crutch, and I think it's going to make it stronger mm-hmm. in the end. Um, at least hopefully, because I like Star Definitely Wars. For its benefit, what? but it's a loss for Star Wars. I think. Yes. It's like Star Wars yes. really needed this. I mm-hmm. agree. 
I, I fully agree. It's, again, I know we always talk about, like, Rogue One, but, like, Rogue One really did do that job of, like, well, we're not going to focus on Jedi for once, and we're going and to have Andor. pretty much an entire, yeah, and Andor following from that. Like, we're going to yeah, have, like, an entirely new cast. And, like, guess mm-hmm. what? Those are the products, those are the projects that a lot of us, like, like a lot or really love, like, mm-hmm. really like as adults too not just as like oh this is something from my childhood watching clone wars growing up not to say clone wars is a bad show i think clone wars is apparently a really really good show but all i'm saying is that it's disconnected from that nostalgia um mm-hmm. it has its own established characters and and um original characters kind of what i meant to say so i think rebel moon will hopefully really benefit from that is that you do not need to have seen you don't have to have seen any star wars before watching this movie at yeah. all like you could just go into yeah. it and it's going to be if you live under a rock you can just straight up watch rebel moon and not have to <laughs> and i it think it might be a benefit to you to have not seen star wars to watch this <laughs> exactly and i think that's all of a sudden a benefit like i think the mcu effect like mcu was obviously like such an ambitious project that worked out really well in the end and by end i mean end game and not anymore Mm-hmm. but it really is just too much to ask people to do that now. Like, there's just simply, like, that was, MCU worked because it was the only thing that was doing it, and now that, you know, they got the DCU, or at least you had, um, and, like, all these other shows and Star Wars, mm-hmm. like, now it's all just so much that you just can't consume all this media. You just can't do it. And so I think we need to re... I think the value of original projects is going up um at least i hope it is i hope this is something that's actually good and the visuals and everything looks super cool from the trailer but we also don't get much story we don't really get to figure out what's going on it all just looks mm-hmm. cool but does it does it just look cool or do, is it good i hope it's good i think it's gonna be great yeah i really hope it it's looks good. like everything that someone would want star wars to be exactly hasn't. i i we'll talk about this a little bit more yeah with ahsoka but Everyone has said that like Star Wars' problem is the Jedi, and it's great when it's not the Jedi, but I think seeing this trailer um, and watching Ahsoka, and we'll get into that, uh, really reinforces to me that it's not the magic stuff that makes Star Wars bad, it's just the tone that they yes. decided that they have to stick everything with. And so when you change tone, like Andor, very different tonally than everything else in Star Wars, and this, totally uh, very tonally different than anything we see in Star Wars, uh, that brings an excitement back into the that world no i i think you're totally right world into those concepts i should say for sure and also the visuals look really good and i hope that they are respecting their vfx artists and because this isn't a disney project (laughs) i think they are speaking of disney vfx's um their visual so their visual (laughs) fix is uh unionizing at disney it's officially happening um which is super predicted i think um i I think this is obvious that this was gonna happen because even the last several years of movies we've seen from disney the visual effects of these freaking live action movies that are basically not live action are the production like quality has gone down but the expectation seems to have been like there's more and more visual effects that they're relying on and um, like I just think of the freaking Lion King movie. Remember the Lion King? Oh yeah. Quote unquote live action. Like that was literally just all visual effects. Like it's crazy to me. And then of course even all the way yeah. up to yeah. not the Little Mermaid. So the entire team that's been working on like all these different movies. Um, 
yeah, they're unionizing. And again, for mm-hmm. pretty, I think, obvious reasons, obvious good reasons to unionize, you know, long hours, not a good work-life balance, not getting paid enough, really tight deadlines. And if you look at that, you're like, yep, this all checks out for Disney. This is absolutely unsurprising at all. So and I think, you know, it, it really comes alongside the Hollywood strikes in general. Um, it, it's just a moment in time where all these actors and all these folks who work on movies who aren't the super duper higher ups are finally trying to stand up and say like, hey, like we are, we need to be respected. Okay. And I think this is going to be to their benefit. At least I hope so. I hope um, it all goes well for them. Obviously, unionizing is a really big uh Big decision but i really hope it goes well for them because again not only is this going to help them it's going to help us as consumers we've seen really bad cgi and really bad visual effects in a lot of these i, I can't stop thinking about the latest thor movie and that kid's head floating there looks so oh, bad yeah. and i'm like i don't blame any visual artists for this i blame the higher-ups who are saying you need to make this happen in 10 days or you know i don't I don't know actual time yeah. for these things, but you know, it's like obviously not getting paid enough, obviously having to work too hard, all of these things. And it's so like soulless too. like <laughs> all of this visual art. I hope they'd be working on something that they actually care about, but I just don't think that's happening at Disney. So all the best luck to them. I hope it goes well. Um, they do deserve to be able to um, do the job that they like and get paid well. And have work-life balance and work on things they actually want to work on. Uh, Yeah, just be respected in general. Um, So, yeah, I think this is a little bit of a one-two punch where it's like we got Rebel Moon who's looking better. That's looking better than more recent Star Wars projects have been for a while. (laughs) And then you also have their um, visual effects team trying to unionize. <laughs> so I think Disney, especially with all these flops they've had this year, generally speaking, a lot of their movies have just not performed the way that they needed them to. Mm-hmm. I'm just so curious to see how Disney is going to react to all this. I mean, we already know they're cutting projects and we're even going to talk about that in a little bit, but yep. like, what else are they going to do? Are they going to creatively change anything? Or are they just going to start cutting projects? I don't know. I- I'm curious to see, but uh, that's our movie news. Well, <laughs> cool. they might cut some projects. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, we'll get into TV then, and I'll just go straight to um, Ahsoka. So we're talking yeah, about Star Wars. talk about yeah. it. Uh, I would suggest, uh, if you have the time to watch Rebels uh, and are like wanting to be that invested in the Star Wars universe, then do so. Uh, I watched a 15-minute kind of like everything you need to know before watching Ahsoka, and it brought me <laughs> to Clone Wars and um rebels and i didn't even think about the mandalorian uh yeah boba fett too didn't even consider that that would that was part of that catch-up thing uh and i was still confused i still don't know who any of these people are and like, <laughs> it's not like i i know who they are i just they want me to care about these characters and i was like oh i i mean i guess <laughs> um which is sad because it's doing like it's it's a really good show um it looks amazing. It looks like a movie. Uh, Ahsoka. I'm trying to think of her name right now. Uh, the actress for Ahsoka. Rosario Dawson. Really, really... Huh? Rosario Dawson? Yeah, Rosario Dawson. Um, she's playing a very stoic uh, Ahsoka pretty well. Although I've been told that's kind of odd that she's stoic because she hasn't been stoic in the mm-hmm. past. 
uh, things. Um, but she's kind of the like mom of the group, and everyone else is just kind of running around being crazy, and she's kind <laughs> of like reining everyone in. Yeah. My biggest confusion was I've always thought that Ahsoka like had left the Jedi Order, and like from what I've gathered, that's been the whole story was that she left the Jedi Order, and she was like, this great Jedi thing. Uh, but the first two episodes, uh, they're talking about her like as though she is a Jedi now. And I don't know if she came back. They didn't explain any of that. So I'm just like being told that she's a Jedi and kind of having to deal with it. She did come back in Rebels for a time. But like not even in what I've seen in Rebels. I mean, I, I'm only missing a few episodes now. Maybe like six or seven episodes before the end. Uh-huh. But um, even then she was just like, oh, no, I'm not like, you know, like she never. Not like a Jedi Jedi. Yeah. She just does Jedi stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And so that's been kind of weird. Like, I don't I don't totally understand all of that. Uh, but the quality, like, the writing is really interesting. Um, I Not to give too much away, but there's a, a super literal, not even, like, a kind of maybe, super literal ripoff of Treasure Planet. Oh, no um, way. <laughs> but it's Disney, so I'm fine with it. Like, it's cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Down. Uh, I'm just going to put Treasure Planet in the same universe and be fine and be happy. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's, if it continues to be this good, uh, as confused as I am, I do think, like I was saying earlier, that Star Wars' his problem isn't it's Jedi, and it's not, like, the fantasy side of things. I think the fantasy st- stuff can be really good in the Star Wars universe and should be explored. Um, I still want Andor, by all means. Like, give me both. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the problem i think we just thought that because the movies were so bad and then we looked at rogue one and andor and we were like see this is what we mean and mandalorian um but i think those shows were just done well um and then it's a it's a tonal issue it's when they decide to have this they star wars has a very specific tone they want to do um especially with jedi involved and it's usually kind of just meh um but ahsoka feels like a good show at least to me so far i don't know how other people feel about it as you haven't seen and you're waiting on rebels right yeah i'm waiting to finish that it's just been a long week and i've been going nice. to bed a lot earlier yeah. so it's like That's i haven't really had a chance to binge it, it. So. yeah um that would be my my biggest gripe about it like the show is really good despite the fact that i like don't know these characters as well as i would like to um and that's what i think it would have been really cool like the Mandalorian when they started doing like Luke Skywalker cameos and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it's spoiler ish for a first season that's been out for a while, but when they started trying to make these heavy connections, I'm like, eh, like it's kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. One that. thing I think would have been really cool with Obi-Wan too, um, mm-hmm. because they've canonized these shows, right? I mean, that's the mm-hmm. whole point of this is that rebels is canonized. Uh, they never do. They kind of do like a, on Obi-Wan, they had a last time, but it was the movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan, I kind of had wished that they would have like bring some of the animated stuff in so that oh, you yeah. would have really been in the loop. Um and I would have been down with that on this as well if it would have been like uh every, like a like 2 minute recap of these characters mm-hmm. where we left them last so that I would kind of know what's going on. Um like it would spoil Rebels, but you're making a, a sequel to Rebels, so why not spoil Rebels? Yeah. Um it would have been cool to have a previously that was really just about all the animated stuff so that i knew what they wanted me to care about because uh, that too from what i've heard there's stuff that really doesn't get established that there are that they're already like leaning into 
that like doesn't really take place till the end of like the final season of Rebels also, which I find extremely yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. But I don't know yet. I haven't seen those things yet. I'm, I'm getting close though. That's the oddest weakness it mm-hmm. has uh, for me at least. But I would say it's worth the watch if you're watching all the other Star Wars stuff. It's leagues better than Book of Boba Fett. Uh, so. <laughs> Good. And that's another argument uh, for the Jedi thing. Boba Fett didn't have any Jedi's. It was still terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> tonal issues. Um, give us these, like, I mean, we're all, you can have the kids stuff still. I mean, they made the little kid thing. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars, whatever, the little Padawans. I don't remember what it's called. Young uh, Jedi Adventures, I think. It's like, it's okay to give us some, like, adult Star Wars content. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andor, I mean, that's what Andor is, and I think. This has got kind of a more mature um, feel to it as well. So, pretty cool. Uh, that's all that I watched, though. LJ, what did you watch? Yeah, um, the thing I did uh, watch more of, which I, I'm glad I am, because it's turned out to be... Um, so, I finished the first season of Righteous Gemstones, which uh-huh. I, talked, I, was hes- I was hesitant to talk about last week. Um, and I'm surprised the end of the first season kind of shows some humanity i guess um in like in a way that's like if the show isn't just to me now the show is not that not there just for shock value or to be egregious yeah um these characters are dealing with the repercussions of the things that happened in the first season and they're going oh crap like maybe i am a terrible person maybe you know this is wrong um and it's just it's and it's all i mean it could be you know i mean season two it's gonna go right back into the same shenanigans i'm sure but it's just them dealing have having to deal with the repercussions of their of their actions and like there's a particular situation with one character where he's like oh he's like maybe this is all happening because i deserve it you know like oh yeah like maybe he's like maybe this is all happening because i deserve it because i'm a terrible human being like this is god's punishment you know, like, mm-hmm. and then so, there, and then so, another character is like, well, like, why, you know, like, you know, and then he's like, so, he's like, but, he's like, so, could, you'd have it worse, wouldn't, couldn't you have it worse? And he's like, oh, it could be so much worse. It's like all that stuff in the Old Testament and all the stuff where, you know, he, <laughs> like, he's like, I could get it much worse. But he's like, no, this yeah. is what, this is how I have to atone for it. You know, like, this is like, and, and all these things. And so it has to deal with the idea of, like, not that these characters are straight up repenting, but they're realizing, oh, I messed up. And cool. I was like, huh, okay, all right. Like, so it's like, not that not that the ending was necessarily positive because there's some stuff that goes down, but I'm just like, wow, I did not expect these characters to, like, really do some self-reflecting to be like, and they, they, the characters do make some, they, you know, they do attempt to make some changes to fix things that they've done. And I'm just like, okay, all right, I didn't see that coming, but cool, awesome. So it just, That's neat. it shows some character growth. And it also reminds me that, like, the church leaders are humans, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I saw one of my, my, I saw my pastor from my, ch- my church that I used to work at. I still consider him my pastor, but he post you know, he made this, and it kind of just tied into the show for me because he made this Facebook post that was very vulnerable, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's amazing, 
because you're not going to see any other pastor post something like that. I, I don't think yeah. they are, unless yeah. like, so it just, and it made me connect to that show. Like, oh, these are church leaders too. And they're, you know, church leaders are humans too. Yes. We just don't get to see that. You know, we just don't get to see that very often. Like you don't get to see them and how they live their lives. And you could, it could be very exaggerated like this show here, or they could be kind of terrible at, you know, doing what they do and being terrible human beings. Definitely. But it just, it was nice to see some kind of, just some kind of, you know, humanity in them and some kind of what I hope becomes character growth. Because there's some things that happen where this dude's like, oh, I need to fix it. Like one of the, like one of the pastors, he's like, I need to fix this because this isn't right. Like I, I messed up. And so just, it, I was like, wow. So it kind of made me happy to really like, cause I, I, last week I talked about this show and I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't watch this. I still don't recommend it to like, I, there's just a certain group of people I don't recommend it to, <laughs> but it just made me happy that like, oh, this show isn't just poking fun to poke fun. It seems like it actually has, gen- it, I'm hoping it has general, genuine character growth. And so I hope I get to see more of that through future seasons. Cause yeah, I was surprised. I was like, oh Wow. Okay. Like I didn't expect this to hit me in the feels like as much as it did. So it was it was good. Like it was a good season finale. So uh, I think it only has three seasons right now. I'm, um, but I hear the next seasons are even better than the first. So and Walton Goggins is also in that. Um, we're going to be talking about him in a minute. Um, dude is a really good actor. He, I think he's going. He's becoming one of my favorite actors easily. So yeah, that's all I got. Shelly, what have you been watching? Um, well, I watched just one more ex- episode of, uh, or the next episode of My Adventures of Superman. Still a good show. I need to watch that tonight. <laughs> it's crazy how awesome a show looks when you have character development and consistent, um, mm-hmm. and that's consistent for the characters. They remember they had the development and things like that. I just like that. Again, it's, I feel like the bar is really low for yeah. that. So, but I guess not, because when I see a show that does it just very simply, mm-hmm. but effectively, I'm just like, heck yeah, cool, we like yeah. this. Um, yeah, still a good show. I don't know how long it's going to go, um, because I feel like it's either, has to be either ending soon, season one, if there's going to be more seasons, which hopefully there are, or we're mm-hmm. at like a halfway point. Just some things, big things are happening right now in the show. So it's like either like mm-hmm. a big halfway point or potentially even end of the season. But these are really short episodes, only like 20 minutes. So I almost imagine it's probably just a halfway point. But I don't know. I am not sure. But I'll just keep watching it as long as they're releasing it. Um, and then besides that, I didn't watch any Star Wars shows. But I basically did because I watched Mob Psycho 100 more. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we are now officially past the point that I've read through in the manga because I've read a lot of the manga and we're on season three. So I basically read to almost all the way through season two in the anime. Um, and now we're on season three. This is stuff I haven't seen. Still obviously a really great show. Still probably one of my favorites anime ever, as long as it sticks landing, which I know it's going to, like, I know it's probably going to end well too. I just love how it does follow the sort of tropes from like classic anime, like Dragon Ball Z, where it's just like, oh, the power levels, like, and oh, you're even more powerful, and I'm even more powerful. It kind of does that, it kind of subverts it a little bit too. But then you also have the just slice of life stuff going on. I think it's just such a good balance and like such a wholesome show. Like, 
I just love wholesome anime, I think is what I've realized. Like, Kaguya-sama loves war is wholesome. Horimiya is wholesome. Um, the show is wholesome. I just like wholesome shows. Like, it does, if it has action, cool. But as long as it has, like, really good points of, like, how to live your life and how to live it well and how to be kind, um, then I like the show. <laughs> I guess I think I'm just, like, a one... I would just like that genre. Um but such, still such a good show. And I think they changed some of the voice actors in season three, which is a little bit of a bummer. I don't really know what happened there, but Mob is definitely like a different voice actor. I think. Oh, weird. I think um, Sherry Lay was uh, a character, and I think they replaced her as well. And the voice actors who replaced them, like, they do sound pretty close to what the original voice was. Like, hmm. Mob still sounds like he could be Mob. It just sounds like, you know, you could tell it's a different voice actor. So it's a little bit of a bummer, but I think for me, as long as Reagan has the same voice actor, which he does, then it's fine. Because I think he is definitely the most iconic voice in that entire show. His voice actor is so good in that role. Um, and obviously, those who are watching sub, like, that's not going to matter to you. But I think if there's a really good voice actor for dubs, then it's worth it to watch dubs. And there have been really good voice actors. Um, and they still are. It's just they replace some. That's fine. Uh, I also am excited to know that this is a show that does have an ending because I think a lot of other shows, anime right now, don't have endings yet, right? I love anime that has endings. <laughs> yeah, and like again, like Love is War, for example. I'm like, well, I know there's an ending because the manga's over, but the anime's not done yet. Then like Haikyuu, yeah. like is that show ever coming back? That's another incredibly wholesome show. I just love wholesome shows. I can't help it. Um, but I just like knowing that this is like just three seasons and that's it. Like that's awesome so really good show definitely watch it but that is all that's all i've watched yeah cool. we will get into tv news then uh going back to disney plus yep we have they are canceling uh they're canceling a lot of shows and i didn't make a list of any of them uh but two of them specifically i think are a little weird and that is the spider chronicles and nautilus and the reason i think this is strange is because those shows are done like, they finished the first seasons of these and decided they're not going to go forward with them. Enough so that Nautilus is actually looking for a new streaming service to stream on. Uh, so, that just seems super odd to me. Uh, Spider-Man Chronicles, uh, I can kind of understand that was a weird book series. I remember reading it as a kid. Um, I don't really know too much about There Nautilus. was like a movie, think... apparently, too. I mean, with the Spider-Man Chronicles things. There was like, a movie, yeah. I remember. Yeah. A while ago. Like, even good? Ago. I don't know. I don't like... think so. I don't quite remember it, though. I could be wrong. I just remember the little brownie guy, and I was like, he's just a little guy. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> uh, Nautilus is based off of... 20,000 Leagues Nemo. Under the Sea. Go ahead, LJ. <laughs> 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yes. Which I said that before, and you're kind of like, okay, whatever, I don't know what that is. And then I said Captain Nemo, and then you're like, oh, like, I know that name. Gentlemen, I love that movie. <laughs> yes, yes. Because um, I, I was I'm like, uncultured Nautilus. Spine. It's Nautilus fine. Seem, and that's the name of the ship, you know? Like, so, yeah, so he's um, got a ship, but he's got a really cool car with six wheels. It sounds like this show is going to, <laughs> I guess was, is going to be based off of that old book. Um, okay. Which League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was literary, literary characters turned into like Avengers. <laughs> so, so good. Before Avengers came Jeff out, by the way. Mr. Hyder, <laughs> literally the Hulk. Yep. It's so great. Yep. Uh, Sean Connery's in that movie. Yeah. 
Rest in peace. So good. Anyways. Um, but yeah, it's so weird to me that they have these finished shows that they're like, no, it's not going to do well, so we're not going to put them on there. And uh, I'm assuming that is just to protect their numbers. Uh, you know, why put something on and then it do well, do poorly, and they're like, oh, our shows are only getting this many views. Other investors aren't going to want to go in on it. Like, I get all of that, but it kind of worries me for... Because what does that mean, right? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so we're going to, like, go all in on Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah. And it's... But we, you could make other things. We might like other things if you do a good job with yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're playing with I, money money at that point, too. It's like, so they're like, they don't want to take the gamble. You know? Yeah. I... I keep hearing the uh, rumors that, you know, they're going to back off of Marvel and Star Wars as well. And really start dumping money into making quality content. No signs of that I yet. Would. I would assume that would mean like visual effects artists, like we were yep. talking about earlier, would maybe yep. get some like proper wages and proper time yeah. uh, to get things done. And so uh, hopefully that's all for the better in general. Uh, it's just weird. Like the more that I hear Disney news lately in the last year or so, the more it sounds like um, early like man of steel era warner bros um and so i'm really curious if it's going to kind of go down that road because warner bros has fallen a long way from what it once was um given you know justice league and game of thrones ending the way that it did and uh all of those things uh it felt like they were trying to do everything at once and just kind of fell flat so um uh, hopefully disney will learn from its mistake and it's not backing up because it doesn't know what to do uh, and is backing up because it has a plan. Time will tell. <laughs> uh, and then from Gamescom, LJ, you're really excited about this. There yes. is a tease that we don't even get to see. I don't know. Uh, for Fallout, I I want to see it. Uh, but Goggins is going to be in it. Yes. And he's a ghoul. And that makes like That's a so perfect. Sense. Yeah. It's an Amazon Prime thing, which we already know. And um, yeah. we have seen set pieces from it. Um Yes, I think I saw a still of him as well, right? Uh, I'm not sure if it was just a picture or something from, like, something else he's been in. But I know that there was sets of that looked exactly... There were set pieces that have been seen that looked exactly straight out of the games. And I'm just like... And it's going to be set in Southern California in Los Angeles, which is not far from New Vegas, which is everybody's favorite. We've only gotten a uh, promotional image. Okay. Which yeah. is Vault that, Boy. Yes, the LA thing, yep. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, if this turns out to be good. Video game stuff has been pretty solid lately. Some show you know, yeah. these shows. Um I hope I mean, yeah, it I think it's cool because it's like, oh, like that's not far from New Vegas and everybody loves New Vegas. Um, that game. Um mm-hmm. they literally have crossover the new, stuff. They literally have Vegas. have the new Republic of California or whatever it's called. Um yeah, I'm excited. Good oh, stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's all the news that we have going for TV, so uh, we will go from there to anything else you guys are geeking out about. Uh, go ahead, Shelly. Uh, I just want to mention, again, I will be going to PAX West this weekend. Um, oh, yeah. Come say hi. Yeah, I will be there Saturday and Sunday, so yeah. I'm going with a, my husband and my friend, so we're going to do the Nintendo Live thing on Saturday then sunday i don't know but i was looking today at like some of the different panels some of the different events they have like games done quick will be there which i like watching them so i might want to stop by and watch some like live speed running which would be cool um there's also going to be a 
panel for a lot of the voice actors for Final Fantasy 16. And I think that would be really fun to go to. Um, there's also going to be like a Smash tournament, which I may or may not like actually participate in. I think those times actually overlap with that panel. So maybe not. But uh, there's lots of cool things. And honestly, I'm excited to just buy a bunch of merch I definitely don't need. <laughs> I would love to see. I, I don't 100% know if Love That Nero would be there, but they are. I'm going to track them down and find them and say hi. In fact, I might wear my Love Thy Nerd uh, lanyard because we still got those from Pack South. Oh, yeah. So I'll probably just wear that uh, as my lanyard. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Cool. I think it's going to be super fun. It's been a while since I've yeah. gone. So. Yeah. Cool. What do you get out about LJ? Nice. Uh, first of all, I got a new kitty last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's been great. Um, I named her. So I, at first I, I was going to call the cat ghost just because I didn't know what gender it was right away. And so the other cat I was going to get, we were going to name him Miles. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to stick with the theme and name her Gwen. Yeah. And so um, she, uh, she, it's been great. I mean, yeah, owning a cat has been really awesome. She's the most chillest cat, but she also really loves attention and loves to, and loves to snuggle. Just wherever I am, she's like not far behind. So mm-hmm. it's just been really awesome to own a cat. Um, yeah, so it's been awesome. Um, and then the other thing uh, I do want to keep promoting is uh, the Book of Astra tabletop RPG that I am a part of, and I am producing for my buddy Spacehawk. We're playing on Sundays uh, on his Twitch channel, which is uh, the Space Hawk, basically. Um, it's super fun. We're teaming up with Comics and the Cross, a bunch of people from there also playing. It is a post-apocalyptic tabletop RPG, so if you're hankering for some Fallout or anything like that, like we just talked about, um, it is definitely that vibes. High fantasy, um, kind of, except, no, you know, it's all original races, everything he wrote himself. Um, eventually he wants to put it out as, like, a PDF he can, like, get kickstarted or backed or something but uh we're basically in the early stages of it prototyping giving him pointers on anything like that he should include because it's totally original and uh i'm enjoying it a lot again i'm an elemental character who can change every so often um but story stuff is really going awesome we're we're not playing this weekend because it's labor day weekend but the weekend after so we're doing that 8 30 on sundays on his channel and it is super fun like if you feel like you need something a little bit different from the classic high fantasy stuff like this is something different so i'm having a lot of fun with it and i'm you know it's been great so yeah y'all got y'all got me wanting to play D &D again and here i am basically playing yeah (laughs) it's exciting i love it so that's it sweet yeah well uh I guess it's not really something I'm geeking out about, but I'm camping. I got pictures on Instagram. Yeah, nice. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I will not camp in August in Arkansas ever again. But uh, <laughs> it's very warm. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was really good. Uh, Shelly, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. And LJ? And you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at LJ the Paladin. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter 
or by joining the GUGcast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.